This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaring.com. Today is September 2017. We got something a little fun, a little different for you. As guys who know who listen to the podcast, we talk music, sports, relationships, mostly sports, but we love to get away from sports and get into some music and probably some of our best things, which are relationships and dating. Some of our most historic episodes are relationship and dating episodes, like the date formula, these hoes, these dudes. So we got something along those lines a little bit for you today. And it's already going to be unique because I'm not going to be the host or the moderator. We're going to do something a little different. We're going to let Calhoun be the host and the moderator today. What's you got damn right. What's going on, fam? Uh-oh. Yeah, we have a special occasion here. I have two beautiful people sitting aside for me. Both of them smiling near the ear. One of them can't even stop containing herself. She's starting to beat red. And we're not even five minutes in. So we have Digital Darren and the first lady of Digital Darren. We're going to call her Miss Q. Miss Q, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Now, you all have heard her already before, so you all may be familiar with her, but you haven't heard her quite like this. So, what are we doing here today? Yes. So, what we're going to do is get to the meat and the potatoes here. Mmm, hungry. Yeah. So, we got a chance here. We got two smiling people here. How do we get those smiles on these faces? So, that's what we're going to do, and we're going to give a tutorial here, uh, a relationship one-on-one on how you two can be happy. Now... <laughs> You're going to listen to all the stuff I say and don't do it, and then listen to all the stuff they say, and you're going to do it. So first things first, how in the hell did happiness meet happiness? How'd that happen? Who's going to tell the how we met each other story? Well, I guess I can start. Come on with it. So we actually met online. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Online. But not where I'm going, because Pornhub... No, 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 the difference between going on paid for sites and going to like Facebook and just throwing shooting hair mirrors and DMs and things like that. You right. get what you pay for. Exactly. Like she said. So like in Facebook, you know, not to tell too much of your business, but you met some girls on Facebook and you I've met a few scalawags. Yeah, and you know, like whatever, whatever. And they have groups that I just found out that are kind of dedicated to this type thing. They do. They have a lot of those. Uh it's quite childish though. It's the same kind of rhetoric that you get. Period. So it's not very little gets accomplished in these social groups that, that we're in. And I'm in a whole bunch of different ones. I'm in just regular Atlanta groups. I'm in uh, black uh, conscious groups. <laughs> First thing go out the window in the black conscious group is consciousness. Because soon the mud starts slinging. Mm-hmm. It's over with. It's, it's back to them dashikas go off. And <laughs> it's, it's, back to, it's back to flip-flops and socks. <laughs> ASAP. <laughs> I'm in a domestic discipline group. 
And we've got, that very much so, and I'm all over the map. Yeah. I'm, trying to find ping, ping, ping. I'm trying to find everything I got at the bargain price. All right. <laughs> so that's what I'm trying to do here. So, yeah, and then of course I've been on tag. That's why I met my last uh, girlfriend. So I, I'm not. I, I am not a stranger to, you know, uh, sites, uh, internet dating, and in this this day and age, truly, when in our age range in your thirties, that's pretty much what you're gonna do. You're not doing a whole bunch of clubbing and. Yeah. You're not out as much as you are. You're working and you going home. So I can see that. So tell me was. Right? You should say that because they're not sponsoring us or anything. But, but they might. We might get paid off for this. Right. There we go. So if not, well, you got a point there. So we're going <laughs> to, when you go through an edit, take that name out of it. A well known site, right? They want to get that money, they're going to have to come to you. <laughs> now, how long were you all on there before you met each other? I'm going to start with Miss Q. Um, only a few months. Um, very few months. I don't think more than three. Wow. So my story is a little different, but before I say my story, I want to revisit it and get what you pay for. What Miss Q said. Okay. I think the thing is doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like still going to the club. Still like it's still kind of that whole just virtual. Just virtual. It it's is. just virtual. Whereas mm-hmm. when you pay, you I find from a guy standpoint and. Miss Q can come in and give a female standpoint. From a guy's standpoint, you eliminate those girls who aren't really interested. So, like, the girl who's sitting in the club or sitting in the club, like, uh, Just wants a free drink. Yeah, who wants a free drink or the one who, like, is looking at the light-skinned brother on the other side of the room and you just a regular-looking dude and you just, uh, should I, you know what I'm saying? You kind of filter that out. So, when you do basically hit somebody up, if you get a response... You get like a, I don't want to say genuine, but more of a focused response. Well, yeah, you know that the people who are on this site are committed at least to some level. They're putting their money where their mouth is um, to find a relationship. That's yeah, sure. Yes. Well, I'm not accustomed. I'm not a stranger to paying. So you <laughs> did the paper play podcast. Reference to paper play podcast. So <clears throat> I can see that though. Yeah, uh, it's more serious. Than you, it's, it's more. I serious. mean, you're spending your money, right? So it's like you know what I'm saying. Like you don't want to waste playing with this. Yeah, so. Um, but to go back to the original like question, gym membership. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to go back to your original question, so I had an account for like years. A friend had signed me up for years, but I never, I used it like one time or whatever. And so I had previously got out of a relationship. And so I was switching over to a new credit card. And so, you know, I was just doing some inventory, like with my bills and, you know, just was getting charged on the credit card. And I'm like, why is Matt still charging me? I haven't touched me. I haven't touched that site in years or whatever. And so they I said, were getting paid. Yeah, they were getting paid. And so I had said, okay. I went to put a, you know, counsel it. Because this is what I learned too. When you counsel, you don't counsel. You have to like do some other steps to counsel. What do you mean? So like they try to keep you as long as you can or whatever. And so I, I had like, I guess I put a stop on it or something. But it didn't counsel. But anyway, I said, I It get, didn't work like that. When I canceled, I just said the cancel button. But that's a different man. episode of how when he canceled, it didn't cancel. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Quotation, cancel, cancel. <laughs> but I, um, I was like, well, you know, just give it a month and just see what happened or whatever. And so, right. to you know, we can get to more to specifically her, but in that, you know, you talking or whatever, whatever. And so, it only took maybe like a week, maybe two. Right. Yeah, yeah, I matched that quickly between the two. Yeah. Yes, I got a message. Yep. You message him first, or he messaged you first. I message her first. Mm-hmm. Oh, so did you somebody like somebody's picture? Yeah, I mean that's kind of how. Well, more so. So for me, it was pitching profiles. So her profile was like, "Welcome to awesomeness." <laughs> wow. 
I didn't lie. Well, that was mighty cocky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he said so, quite I high. didn't lie. And so, you know, she had, you know, of course you like the picture, but like, you know, one of the things you do, it's kind of hard when you do online dating. And I have a, a Sadoche who taught me about online dating, but like, you do want to read the profiles and everybody puts their best foot forward or whatever. So it's kind of hard, but you do want to pick out like some key things about my life. For her to describe, like, for her to have like that fun thing. Kind of let me think she's like a fun, adventurous type person or young lady. Which is interesting. And as we said in the last discussion, because once you saw her, surely you didn't say, wow. There's my black queens. Oh, I don't think you said that. <laughs> so what made you reach out in that regard? Was that profile that impressive? It was that impressive. So, I mean, just to be transparent, it wasn't like she wasn't the only young lady I reached out to. At the time, or <laughs> <laughs> and so you know we're gonna talk more about that as we get down the line or whatever. Nah, we're gonna talk about now. I'm, I'm doing this now. We're gonna park the car right here. So okay. she wasn't the only one that you reached out to at the time. So how many were? And were they all white? Were they all white? No. Nope. Oh, that's what I said. The digital Darren community is gonna be stunned by this. <laughs> I know. So it was, you were sick of these bitches. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So I want to say it was either six or seven. It was six. Man, I didn't even know that. And I was like between five and six. Don't five. touch it up. No, no, so I'm just say six, including her. So it was okay. her and some more. Yeah, yeah, and some more. And so she, so it may have been like a Spanish girl, her and the rest were black or something like that. Uh-huh. There were Asian in there? There was Asian in there? No, no, it was like a no. Spanish girl. Because like one of them hit me up or whatever, and the rest okay. were black. So that's how the communication went. And so what happened? How did, how did she? Well, hold on. You just. From what you told me, is that you were just like, hey, why not? Let me try. You didn't yeah, yeah. think you would even get a response. Yeah, yeah. So, like, in general, I just hit up. So, like, in, in a lot of these, like we just said, if the girl not feeling you, is not in the responses or whatever. So, mm-hmm. like, I just threw out, I mean, we've talked about this on another podcast. I've ne- on the Black Love, I've never dated outside my race. So, like, I just throwing out something just... You know, I'm talking to different girls anyway. You're just putting a message out there. So sure, was the last relationship with a black girl so bad that you went white? No, no, no. I'm messing around. Because that's not podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's not. That's, that's, not it. that's, that's a whirlwind. <laughs> so, Darren about to kick you. <laughs> My God. They, they are sending them away. So, <laughs> so you you send her you d well it's not dm message same so you message so same concept yeah, same concept. So message her hey how you doing type deal you yeah. know seem like the kind of guy let me show you that dick you know like that kind of guy yeah. hey how you doing miss lady that type deal. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and out of the others response because the other ones some others did respond yeah, some others response so you know you get out and i'm curious to hear how it comes from a female standpoint but you get the girls yeah, i'm gonna get now yeah so like you get the girls who are like, I don't need online dating. Somebody sign me up for it or whatever, whatever. Oh, the flex game. Yeah, you get yeah, that. Yeah, or so Why like, are you on here for checking messages right. then? Yeah, so like, you, so like most of the girls are like that, but still respond to every message or whatever. Right. And so she responded to every message too. And so you get, it's interesting. I say this. You get categories. And I didn't have that many, but you, it was like the ones who were like online dating, but kind of scared the online date. So it's like this um, saying, it's social media, be social. So right. you get the ones who are online dating, but like, you know, don't want to give you too much. You right. know what I'm saying? Kind of like, right. like walking to a walk almost. Or whatever, right. You know what I'm saying? Then you get the ones who are, hey, this is this isn't really me. I'm just doing it, killing time or something right. like that. And then you get you know some who are genuinely interested or whatever. And so, oh, who's up front about what they're doing? Yeah, who's up front? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so the game take out the embarrassment. So in yeah. this, the difference in this in real life, and meeting somebody. 
um, in reality, physically, physically is that isn't it's a level of embarrassment. Why? I think it, I think we're at the generation where it's like this started kind of with us or whatever. So like people still feeling like, people are still trying to make that transition to like five ten years ago. It's like <clears throat> you internet dating, yeah. And so like you can, you can internet fuck, you can't internet date, yeah. So yeah, I think we all well, I'm mid thirty, so five years ago I was still in my early thirty. So like oh, you're late thirty, yeah, yeah. yeah so, <laughs> don't be under the bus on here, right? But uh, so in just it, had a birthday, yeah, exactly. So like all this is is just basically saying it's like then there's an embarrassment factor in online dating date. Is not with normal physical. Yeah, that, you see people like, well, if we meet on here, our store is going to be met at Costco. Yeah, people lie. And you have those type of deals, and and then it hence it hinders them from pursuing because now you want to play that game. Like I'm not really a. This is my friend. I didn't know this either. And mm-hmm. here you are responding. Yeah. So that's understandable. So so once they responded though, you know, so like you you know, so for me, how I was told about this, like you have a couple of little emails back and forth, and then. You know, at some point, you the goal is to get them your number, get their number, to communicate the more of a traditional way through the phone or whatever. And so, for me, you know, I had got like three numbers or whatever. And so, you know, one girl was going straight to voicemail. One girl was texting, and not when I called, she went, she won't respond, but text respond right back. You know, stuff you get, you know, when somebody, yeah, just yeah. stuff that come with dating or whatever. Ghosting. Then you got one girl who was some pretty interested, and then got Miss Q, who the was cream of the crop, cream of the crop, who was interested. <laughs> there we go. But at the time, you know, it, it wasn't so much. It was two things that stood out. You know. Well, now hold what you got. We're gonna pause now. Okay. Let me let me quarterback. Okay, go ahead. Now okay. we're gonna go to you, mm, Miss Q. How are you doing? The real star of the show here. <laughs> now, we've seen how here start off. Now, you have been on here a few months. Mm-hmm, but I had previously interneted date, dated previously, years okay. ago, on free sites. So this was my first time saying, hey, you're not getting much. You're getting what you paid for. Let me step up to the big leagues. Put okay. a couple of dollars behind it. So first, before we go there, what made you all... You said you started because you, you had got on there a friend that you didn't even know. Yeah. What made you start going... Just go ahead because you got what you paid for. So that's why you was like... Um, so initially I started the whole internet dating thing just cause I'm a social person wanted to meet people. I was new to Atlanta and wanted to just meet, kind of get out, see the city, meet people, not necessarily find love. And then as it went through, I just felt like it became more accepted. You never know how you're going to meet somebody. True. You might meet them at the club. You might meet them at the grocery store, but why not try online dating? So why not put your net as far out as can be? Okay. Um, and with the free sites, I found that most people were just. Like you said, it's just like kind of going to the club or whatever. People are interested in the same things. Either they're just on there to fuck or, you know, whatever. They're, they're not really about anything because it's free. It's like a some people just want attention and something to kill time. So I felt like I would, you know, see what would happen if I paid. And so that's where I was probably, like I said, two to three months into it. Wow. So how was your experiences going? I'm sure. Now, so not only were you getting approached in the streets, but I'm sure you was getting approached in match. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm... Um, a couple of people messaged me. I did get a couple of phone numbers. And then I got a message from, you know, young young Darren, who had um, great profile pics. You know how he likes to stun on these hoes and these suits. <laughs> yeah. um, so he had lots of great photos, which obviously I was attracted to. And then his profile was cute. It was, like, quirky and nerdy and, you know, talked about just just him. And just I liked it. Just him. Yeah. And I was feeling it. So I responded to the message. And then we just started messaging and kind of going back and forth. Um, so it was probably what a couple weeks of that. 
yeah. of us going back and forth and just messaging. Um, and then things got to the point where it was like, okay, you know, let's exchange phone numbers. And he didn't ask for mine. He said, this is my phone number. But hey, it's, it's Clark's weekend, um, homecoming weekend, and I'm not, you know, I'm going to be out in the street, so don't call me this weekend. So I was like, That's call me on Sunday. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you did it like yeah, that? He told me what day and everything. Like, I'm going to only be free oh, between okay. this hour, so you know, don't bother me. So then um, I called him on that Sunday. Just to pick up on that, I was not expecting the call. Because, you know, you get, so gave other girls my number, got their number. Like I said, just, they don't answer, whatever, whatever. So when she called, it was like, whoa, this is, blah, say this, blah, say that. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a lot of that. Yeah, it's not <laughs> like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I was, one, surprised that she called, and two, how cheery she sounded. So our first conversation wasn't nothing really crazy. It was what, maybe like 15 minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just basically how you doing, where you from. You know, like kind of the same questions you ask on text and email, but kind of more. Just hearing a voice, stuff like that. How was your day? What do you went to outside of this? Blase, this, blase, that. So that was our first conversation. It wouldn't have been nothing, anything to be like, oh, I felt sparks in the air or whatever. But it was just one of those things. I was definitely surprised that she... You know, listen and did call. Cause, you know, you can get motherfuckers like, who are you? I'm not calling you. You the man called me or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Even though I get, you know, I even though I had a specific reason. Hey, I'm going to be out. I'm going to be, you know what I'm saying? So, Oh, yeah, but in the era of what real men do, <laughs> real men are supposed to handle their responsibility. Oh, no, you're not supposed to make the first call. You and I know a lot of people wouldn't, but that's not really my philosophy. What is your philosophy? I mean, first of all, closed mouth don't get fed. So if Could I you want say that some, again for the female listeners. The <laughs> you don't One know, more time. You're not gonna have them calling here trying to get it me. It doesn't matter. They're gonna get at me anyway. Don't uh, worry. <laughs> but I'm very vocal, and I have no problem of just kind of taking taking the lead. So I don't really fall into those stereotypes. I mean, I do want a man to you know be a man for the most part, but in today's day and era, it's a lot more about meeting halfway and figuring out a compromise that works best for you, and not kind of falling into a man's supposed to be this and a woman's supposed to be that. You see, ladies, that's how you get on the road to marriage <laughs> and become married one day. And the rest of you hoes will continuously be with your cats and your dildos. Back to the story. <laughs> hey. Not the dildos. First of all, my <laughs> ring finger is very empty, so there is no success story here yet. I'm sure for one thing, this is, I'm sure this is going to be a three-part series. It's going to be on your honeymoon right before y'all get to oh, the Oh, we ain't going to have time for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that out there now. It'll be a lot of podcasts in the wet. <laughs> so... You got the call, right? Mm-hmm. Pleasantly surprised. Yep, Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. What was your impression? He was cool. I could tell he was nervous, though. I could tell. He was reserved and just nervous. Um, and, and talking to you about it, you definitely said you were nervous. Because you said you went outside. And yeah, went I walked walks. around. Yeah, I walked and talked to him. So. But it was cool. It was enough that I was like, huh, I liked it. So, you know, let's, let's see what happens. Let's talk more. Let's get to know each other. And so the phone calls were consistent. So she saw something special in me or saw enough in me, whereas, you know, it could be easily overlooked. Like, what did you see in He was very down to earth and easy to talk to. And he wasn't, um, and he was genuine, like, like legitimately genuine. Um, he just didn't ask you like, oh, how's your day? Just because he had to check a box. Um, whatever he asked, he would follow up with questions and was very interested, um, which I really, really, really liked. And it was, it just vibed well. It was very natural. It wasn't forced. Um, even as much as he felt nervous, and I could tell he was nervous, it still just slowed. And it was just good conversation. 
What about you? What did you What did you say? Initially, her energy. So like, energy is like it's not physical, right? You know what I'm saying? So like, even through the phone, her positiveness, just like everything she said in her profile, you could it came to life in that first conversation. Just her positivity, her energy, and like you could just see like what she said. She really was. So I did not catfish you. You did not catfish. Okay. So always a plus, <laughs> especially in that world. Yeah. So. That that was that was the first thing. That was I left that phone call with like more wild by her like energy and her positive and it's just how like I think her profile just came out to life or whatever. And that's who she is as a person. So, you know, that kinda. So now at some point these phone calls had to turn into physical dates and interactions. Mm-hmm. So now I remember that you all may not have went out y'all first few dates, right? So we set a date to go out. Um, and it was a Sunday afternoon was supposed to be our first date and dun, 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 I broke my ankle at kickball. So I had to hit him. I literally, it was Sunday afternoon. The Falcons were playing. I remember. And I broke my ankle and I had to go to urgent care and I was just leaving urgent care and going to get something to eat. My friends had come to pick me up and I text them and I was like, I'm not going to be able to meet. I just broke my ankle. And I remember thinking like, he's definitely going to think I'm just trying to get out of this. Well, like, did you think she was going to get out of it? I didn't think that, but I did think something. I'm not going to lie and say I remember what I thought. I, I, I was disappointed. I know I was disappointed, but I don't think she was trying to get out of it. Because we had had conversations, so, like, I don't think it was anything, like, it was somebody, like, you talked to one time, and then, like, you talked to them Sunday and don't talk to them again until that Saturday, then, you know, you know what I'm saying? We were having conversations throughout the time, so I never thought, like, I don't think she was trying to get out of it, but I was disappointed. I mean, we had a conversation about it. Yeah. <laughs> I told her she broke her ankle. I was like, broke her ankle? And Do kickball. What? Exactly. You know, like kickball. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, maybe, maybe, I mean, you got to see first. Yeah, but remember I told y'all, I kind of, I, I got hurt playing recreation ball. So, you know. Yeah, that's why he was like, yeah, she may have. She may have for real because I had got hurt, like, kind of in a similar situation. So, so his knee up. So, the only reason we were supposed to meet that Sunday is because you had gone to the Transform, like you were traveling, yeah. and I had been traveling, so we had just set a date of it's going to be that Sunday, and then I broke my ankle, and he may have thought I was, you know, lying or whatever, but like, I was really upset when I broke my ankle. I I mean, I had broken a bone before, but living by yourself and breaking an ankle, especially your right ankle, I couldn't drive, I was on crutches, like trying to do anything living by yourself was like impossible. Trying to get in a shower. I thought I was going to kill myself. Like, it was just crazy. And I was, like, I was down. Like, I was really, really sad. And he was so nice. Like, he constantly checked on me, asked if I needed anything, told me stories about when he tore his ACL and kind of, like, similar experiences in the shower. And he just really, in a dark time, brought, like, a ray of light, like, constant sunshine. And that's when I really started to, like, like feelings started to develop because I wasn't in a good place, and he brought me to a good place. That Southern gentleman charm. Mm-hmm. Where the New Yorkers and the other Yankees can't get. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but I, I was just saying you that we got him catty bagged up <laughs> on the gentleman charm. I mean, I was generally concerned, and I'm one of those people. Life has tried. One of the things I'm trying to do in life, and life has taught me, is like, you know, if you have any experience and you can help, help whatever. Because like your success doesn't equal my failure. Like it doesn't hurt to help anybody. You Great. know what I'm saying? So, um, so now while you was doing this. Uh, philosophical Buddhist, your success doesn't equal my failure. Thank you. Yeah, no, bring it. Did you did you come by and did you check on her? Did you? Not at that point because we hadn't met yet. You all had. But I think I think you may have 
asked if I needed to. Yeah, I, I, so I didn't come by, but I asked. Like, I didn't want to ask all the time. I sound like I'm just trying to, hey, let, hey let's you make this with you. Yeah, that wasn't it. <laughs> let me rub your ankle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, trying to slide in that. Yeah. Right? That's, I mean, if you know me, that's not my style. But, um, I, you know, I just wanted to be a resource she could use. You know what I'm saying? Because I understood. You know, I understand how difficult it is. Especially because I remember one of the conversations we were like, she was saying how bad she felt. I said, if you feel bad, now wait till you have to use the bathroom or whatever. Yeah. I remember that one. And so like, you know, I just, just coming from experience, like I wanted to help. I just didn't want to I didn't want, you know, it's a fine line. Yeah, it's a fine line, be, yeah, a fine line between helping and being Which creepy. also brings you to another uh Another one of the few perils of internet dating because there are a few. Uh, one is not being catfish. Mm-hmm. One is meeting the person who really is his profile. Another is the safety aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Right, you can't just have a guy who you who you never met before. Just show me out. Right, you don't know what this mm-hmm. person is, and that's some of the things that you get like when you meet somebody in person that mm-hmm. you don't. Even though it's the same danger, right? Because if it's I meet you at the club, you're the same killer. That's on. It's the same danger. He <laughs> yeah. he, he kills part time <laughs> on the internet and uh, <laughs> yeah, part time in the club. Yeah, molest full time in the club. <laughs> so you know, but it's interesting the mental aspect of that. Right? Yeah, like, it you is. Don't, you don't, don't think like that. identify those two do things. It's like internet dating is like. Beware. Yeah. Club is like, ah, I'm all right. Yeah. <laughs> so I can see where this comes in. Now, while this is going on, because when you break something, you're, you're down for like six to eight weeks, right? Or yeah. Four to six. And it was my right ankle, so I couldn't drive. But I was determined. I was like, I'm not going to sit in this house. I'm going to do whatever. So I was like, do you still want to meet the following week? The following the week. Following, I think it was, or was it two weeks? Maybe two weeks. It was either a week or the, it was. Because we met on a Sunday eventually. Yeah. Um, so it might have been two weeks later. And I was like, I'll Uber. Like, I'll get a little Uber, get my little crutch. And I'm a crutch and get there. Um, and so we decided, let's meet at Starbucks. Um, oh. I'll Uber there. I love Starbucks. I really am a white girl. Okay. <laughs> Pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> um, I got there early, my Uber. Um, sat there, waited on him. And then he came in. Not in a suit, not looking like the you know the young dapper man that I had seen and you know been catching to. Yeah. I wasn't catfish, but he came in and probably some thought shorts and a Falcons t shirt. Um, so, sat down. Oh, you can't dress to impress. No, because so we were tailgating. So this is the story. Oh. We were tailgating, and so it was of course the week I was supposed to lead the tailgating at Green Bay. It was, was Kansas it? City or Green Bay, one of the two. I forget. I won't say Kansas City. Whichever one was first, that was the game. The one we lost? They lose? I forget. They lost Kansas City. We won Green Bay. It was Kansas City game. Whichever one came first. I'm 99% sure with Kansas City. Okay. So, anyway, I was um. You, you left the tailgate, didn't you? I had started setting up. And so, I had, because that's, when we, fir- that. so that's <laughs> when we first moved to our new location. Because mm-hmm. we hadn't tailgated in the season. That's right. And so I had set up the tent. And so you remember you had came and brought some stuff. Right. And I was like, I need somebody to hold down the spot. Right. I need to run somewhere real quick. And so I think Zig came. Somebody came. Zig, I think. And so, so he tried to go on his first day with me with, hold on, I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like that. Technically. So I was at the while we was like, where, where the fuck is there? And I, said, I had to go get yeah. some stuff too. So it wasn't yeah. just Yeah, that. you had to get like a propane or something. Yeah, it was like propane and other stuff. And so I was like, well. Multitasking. Exactly, multitasking. I was like, well, let me go see. Because, you know, I wasn't expecting us to. Oh, you didn't do this because it was a white girl, did you? No, no, no. Just in general. So, like, <laughs> one of the things I learned is, like, you keep kind of, like, first interactions kind of. 
you like George Costanza, you leave out on a high note and want leave you want on one, one more. more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. See, so, he's a philosopher. <laughs> so like, I, so I already had my mind was not gonna be that long. It's gonna be like enough, like little taste part of the best meal she ever had. Just Ooh. take the rest of it away. Yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, it's my first time getting out of the house, so I'm like trying to. Like, I want right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I pull up. How is this? So I pull up, and so you know, <laughs> screeches in on two wheels. Yeah, it's a Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> shirt. And some crutches, I'm like... And some nice yoga pants. And some nice yoga pants. So, you know, I it, I wasn't catfished in the thing, so... No, you checked the ass, so you had on yoga pants. Of course, you got to. Right. And so then, I had, um, look, and so I was like... So, the whole time, it literally, like, the minute I sit down, I would get phone calls non-stop. Yeah. So, he tried to talk to me, like, so, hey, how are you? It's good to finally meet you. Ring, ring, ring. All right, all right, I'm going to get the propane tank. I'll you didn't mute minute. your phone? No. Mr. Do Not Disturb did not have that thing on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> and so I was so for like, the listeners who don't know, he literally was Mr. Do Not Disturb for a while. Yes. His phone just goes straight to Do Not Disturb mode. Boy, Go ahead. Know. And so, because I, I knew y'all were waiting on me, so I was like, you know, I was like, I would just go shoot y'all to the side, have a good conversation. Because he didn't really tell us in detail what was going on. He wanted to keep that undercover. Yeah, I think he wasn't telling us. I was trying to remember. That's why I'm looking around. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to remember. I no, I didn't tell y'all. I didn't say, hey, I'm going on a date. I just said, no, hey, I'll be back. I'll be back. Yeah. Okay. So no one knew. Well, they might have left you alone had you said. Not might have. Would yes, have. Because you always say man law. Hmm. Everybody on the by man law. Who was at the tailgate at that point in time? <laughs> all right, so you all meet. You're uh, doing the uh, drive-through version. Yeah, she's doing she's, sit down. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she's I'm running and grabbing time. one. She walking and grabbing a bottle, right? Right. You know what I'm right. So she, she, I'm thinking that dumb. She's thinking, you know, she thinking for leap. You thinking <laughs> we <wings. laughs> exactly? You don't say the quote real <laughs> uh, So you know, I was, I left that light, man. This girl is never gonna want to talk to me again. And she had good reasons. <laughs> I did. I had plenty of reasons. But I was hurt. Kind of like I, that wasn't the best. So I was. I was going to text after that. That night, like that wasn't the best representation of me. You know. I want to. Huh? Now, why did you put your shitty foot first? That usually comes later. I literally just had too much. I had too, too I, much on your plate. Yeah, too much on my plate at one time. But I really did want to see it because you know she was making an attempt to see me. You know what I'm saying? And like, man, y'all been doing this conversion. Yeah, just back and forth. So I really did. Like, I man. did want to push it off. Yeah, like, doing this time, I'm sure you, you, your mind, you want to see it. Yeah, your heart want to see it. Yeah. Your dick wanted to see it three weeks ago. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now he left out knowing he sh- he, he shitted the. <laughs> in the I did. I literally left out. I was. So my priority was to see her. Like, getting to the tailgate was secondary, but I didn't want to go back home. You know what I'm saying? Y'all waiting on me to eat, essentially. You know what I'm saying? So, but I did want to make a, I did want to at least see her face-to-face, press flesh or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That was a priority. So, that's how you know when you really like somebody, because regardless, you still want to make time for this. Yes. If you you value something, you'll make it a priority. Remember, ladies, that's more than one gym. We're dropping on you now. (laughs) But you hoes probably ain't listening. (laughs) So, Q, Miss Q. Yeah. Once he leaves out of there, mm-hmm. in the same world when he came in, what was your thoughts? So, a couple of things. Um, one, I did think he was rude, but one, it's the first interaction, and you kind of get a pass of being kind of rude because ladies do like assholes to some extent. Um, so I didn't. It didn't really. I, I, I didn't know. That. I can't tell. Yeah, you. like so that didn't really. He did. He left me wanting more. So like what he wanted to do, he did. Um, and then another thing that I think helped 
play into this was something that I had done in the past that I decided to stop doing was entertaining multiple people at the same time. So that when one person annoyed you, you would just simply hit up the other person and kind of just go back and forth, ping pong. And so I had realized, you know what, that's not really a good idea. I wouldn't want someone doing that to me. You don't really get far. Um, so what I did was I said, I'm just going to focus on, you know, if I'm seeing someone, if I'm interested in one, if I'm talking, it's just going to be one. I'm going to, I'm going to concentrate on that one. So that really gave, even though it wasn't the best foot forward, he was the one who I was interested in. I wasn't ping ponging off of someone else. There wasn't someone else waiting in the wind. There wasn't someone sitting on the bench ready to come up. Um, so it allowed for us to, I think you did apologize and say, you know, Hey, that wasn't my best foot forward. It was actually the day before Halloween we had met. And so the next day was Halloween, and in true molester fashion, he was like, hey, little girl, I'll bring you some candy. <laughs> um, so he offered to bring me some candy the next day and sit down and talk. So he was afforded that, you know, I wouldn't even call it a second opportunity. I was more willing to look past maybe not the best foot forward, especially since he had been so considerate during the whole entire time. So first off, that's the third gentleman, <clears throat> and that's a good point. I, uh, I date exclusively, essentially. Uh, early on, you don't want to put too many eggs in a basket because that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Not only do you have a short attention span, but you also miss out on key things. Mm-hmm. And uh, not and that's if you don't even like them or whatever, but if you do just like physically, you're not paying attention to all the signs that you need to pay attention to. You're dividing to. your attention. You're dividing your attention. You need to be mm-hmm. focusing on one person. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's good information, especially if there's anyone listening that is a serial dater. So can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. I don't really know how the word is correctly, so oh, Lord. Well, don't waste time on digital damn podcasts. We're just go in. No, no. So, like, how did you get to that realization that hey, I need to? Well, um, one just being you know a little more, more mature, but doing it often and seeing the results not the way I wanted it. So, like, I really realized that as soon as one person drops the ball or, like I said, does anything that you don't like, you just bounce to the next person. And so everyone's going to do something you don't like. Everyone's going to do something. But instead of like, I don't want to say sticking in because you don't really, it's not that deep, but you never really get to know that person because you're only seeing the best of them. As soon as something happens that you don't like, you bounce to the next one. And we're all attention hungry. So, you know, you just kind of, you always want that attention. And so I just realized it's not necessarily good. Focus on one and, and see where that goes. And I mean, it paid off tremendously in our situation. Yeah, because I'm, I'm much like, Calhoun in that regard, like I'm not like a, I can't I can't hold too many females at one time. So it's just interesting to hear like from the other end of that spectrum or whatever. So. I mean, it is hard. You're dividing your attention, and then you can start to mix people up. Like, oh, hold on, you have three brothers right now. Like, no, I'm only child. You're like, oh shit, that was so and so. Like, it's just it's to me it's not really not that. Not therein. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, so when he gave me his phone number, he had spelled his name D A R O N. Man, I was struggling. I was like, is it Daron? Is it Darren? Like, I was stressed. Like, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I actually called him the first time he didn't answer. It went, went to voicemail. And luckily on his voicemail, he's one of the few people that says, hi, you've reached Darren. Right. And I was like, oh, thank God I know his name. Because I was shook. So, very good uh, gems here. So, now you all have a time. Here you go. You meet each other again. Halloween. Can we talk about that? Because that's actually like interesting. That's where we're going. Let me draw the car. My bad. I know you used to. So <clears throat> now you get a chance to make a proper impression, the one that you want, right? Come over with the candy, and now you're being a gentleman too, because her ankle is still broke, and so you know she needs some candy for the trick or treaters. 
So two birds and one stone. So now, y'all see each other again. How does it go? Third stone, two. I had a suit on. Oh, yeah. Oh, he really came with the Okay. He's the whole A team on this one. Yeah. He ain't letting it down today. Yeah. Exactly. Monday right. Blues. Monday Blues. I was blued up. Oh. <laughs> My man. Okay. So, I come in. I see a young lady sitting down. Not not me. Not her. Another young lady. Okay. So, you know, I'm like, your first thought is like, oh, she think I'm some type of creep ogre. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm like, oh, man, here we go again. Not again, but you know, here we go with this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, the friend was asking more questions than she was. Like, she was just sitting there. Who was this friend? So, oddly enough, my neighbor, who okay. lives next door, hence the neighbor, yeah. I guess she had a bad day. And we're cool, but we're not that cool. And she was like, I'm going to come over. I think she said maybe bring a bottle of wine, blah, blah, blah. Maybe she was just trying to check on me because my ankle was broken or whatever. So, I said, cool, come over for a little bit. And I said, but hey, you know, this guy that I met, he's going to be stopping by later. She's like, oh, okay, cool, cool. When he comes, I'll leave. Yeah. So, cool. Well, he knocks on the door. Well, I think actually you text me first. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's about to pull up. And she don't get up. And I'm like, okay. I'm looking around like, that's a little odd. Um, interesting. Then he knocks on the door, comes in. She still don't get up. Introduces himself. She ain't leaving. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they start to have great conversation. She's the only child. He's the only child. He went to a HBCU. She went to a HBCU. She's from Miami. He wants to live in Miami. She's I'm like, black. She's black. I'm like, bitch, if you don't get your ass out. <laughs> like, no, because that's what some people might think. That's not what I was thinking. That tells you the good nature of me. Okay. I'm like, well, if this don't work out, I know who I got to hook up. These two. Like, I'm really, really? legitimately, I'm like, if, if this doesn't, thought. I was like, if this doesn't work out, I might legitimately, I'm literally thinking that they might have chemistry because they're hitting it off on every single note. Ask them all sorts of questions. I'm just sitting there like, watching like a, like a tennis match, like ping pong. Like, really? She's telling 100% the truth. And so, you know, I'm thinking like, this is a test. Of course you are. Yeah. Or would you not be? So I'm, so I'm being honest and truthful, but I'm thinking like she just, her friend just doing her dirt work for her. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, so, that's what it got. Not me. really. Yeah. I mean, one day she might listen, so I don't want to call her not a friend, but right. she's my neighbor, more of an acquaintance, not a friend, didn't ask her there to be my backup, wouldn't have been, she wasn't doing my dirty work. I'm not quite sure what was going on with her that day. Have you ever seen her over here since then? One time. One time. Yeah. Really? Mm-mm. And they were hitting it off. Like we were having, we literally were having a conversation. Like you wouldn't even know Miss Q was there. Yes, wow. I'm just sitting there, and I'm literally like, if this don't work out, like how odd is this? Because literally everything, only child, Miami, HBCU, it was something else. It was something else that was a big one. I was like, well, damn. <laughs> like, what am I here for? Can I get y'all something to drink? How did you Let's feel? Get up on my crutches. I know we talked about, it, but how did you feel like doing it? Like watching awkward, it? but at the same time, I really felt like. Like, you know, you never know how, you know, things work in mysterious ways. Maybe that's what it was supposed to be because it was just like one thing after another. And I really was like, hey, if it doesn't work out, I'm going to have to hook them up. Because I knew she was, she's also in a position where she was looking the world, you know, looking for something too. So I legitimately thought this may be something for them. Well, that's mighty big of it. Well. Because I would have been so petty. <laughs> and there we go. And that's what I'm saying. So like it. You know, again, now knowing both sides of the story, most girls would have been petty. Most girls would not have done that. 
Well, I mean, most girls in Miss Q position would have been picked. Yeah, most girls would not have. That's what I'm saying. They would not have. You know what? That would be a good couple if we don't work out. The good thing was it was only our second time meeting. And although we did have great conversation and I was feeling them, I mean, it was still initial. Like, we hadn't developed, like, deep feelings. It's nowhere near what I feel now or even a month into it. So, it was still like, oh, yes, I'm feeling him. But when you have somebody that has are hitting all these notes and you're just in there like... And she don't come over that often. So that was even more odd. It was like, it was almost, it was just weird. I was like, is this destiny? Like, is this how this brought together? Like, the story's going to be, I met him online and now the neighbor. <laughs> you know, it was the devil's work. So, so now, can I say something? It's just interesting perspective because while you saw it like that, I saw it as more of an annoyance. Mm-hmm. Just somebody doing your dirty work or whatever. Well, it's because like, your mindset was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, you know, just how she looking at it one way, I'm looking at it a whole nother way. So, right. so I mean, cut eventually, off. she left. He left. I left before her. She didn't leave. She oh, didn't get wow. up. She did not get up, honey. She was yeah, like, she I stayed. She did. I, I, so I can tell you this. I was like, man, I'm really tired of talking to her and not talking to Miss right. Q. You know what I'm saying? It really was getting like annoying because, like, even though she was thinking about hooking us up, I would like. You had came here to learn about her. Yeah, man. Like, you know. And like, I was slightly annoyed. I just wasn't as annoyed as you are. Yeah, yeah. So I was annoyed. And, like, for her even saying that, like, I wouldn't, like, I, you know me, like, better than most. Right. I wouldn't meet her through her and talk right, to her. Right, that's what move. Yeah, that's not how I move or whatever. So, like, I was really getting frustrated. I was talking more to her because at first it's like, okay, cool. She asked him some questions. Whatever. Just want to know for a friend. Make sure her friend ain't with a creep block. I understand. Her friend right. got a boat leg, can't move. Right. She like, ate some candy and she did not leave. Yeah, like, so like, it's, at, left. at that point, it was getting annoying. Like, okay, now it's going from, you know, her watching out for a friend to something else. And I was just like, I wasn't really feeling it at the time or whatever. So, like, this was like over an hour or whatever conversation. Oh, really? You had came in your Monday blues, yeah. soothing. Mm, candy. Candy, and you Melted had came candy. to get this. So, it's interesting. So now, now the ground sort of even a little bit, even mm-hmm. though you don't know it. You yes. Know, the first date was on him. This date was on you bringing in the nosy ass neighbor. <clears throat> yeah, so that's how I left. I like I, that's how I left. I told you, I like she brought her, her neighbor. Yeah, me. I remember our conversation. Yeah, so no, that was kind of. Meanwhile, I did not bring her whatsoever. I thought she was coming by just to say something, see if I was alright, and then leave. And she was not leaving. How long after was did she leave when you after you left? I still feel like she stayed a little bit, <laughs> and then she left eventually. And it was still weird because you've only seen her over here, like like you said, one time in a year. So obviously, we're not that cool. To you know, you're just here. And I told you that somebody's coming who I'm interested in. Like, that was... Oh, interesting. It was very weird. So now, you all talk later on at night. Right? I'm sure we did. Mm-hmm. And we set up a proper date. Eventually. Or did it just start? Because y'all wasn't dating in after you met. Because you used to come over here. Yeah, so that's she actually... It up. She yeah, so that was it. So, that was actually the blessing in disguise. And, you know, we'll just reference the Pay to Play podcast was, you know... I'm one say, of our hangouts and paying to play. Yeah, one of our hangouts. Uh, one of the things is that, that I said. Yeah, that you said. Like you don't pay. You don't. You don't play like that. I did play like that. Like go out and like, you know, just wine a, and dine. yeah, wine and dine and like girls get to like you for wine and dine and not necessarily mm-hmm. for you. So her having a, you know, her being incapacitated in that regard. Well, her having a post going to use that word too. I don't think that was proper enough. Yeah, so I didn't. Her, uh, her being a. Uh, 
not bedridden, but home. Her just being not, she wasn't mobile. shut in. Her, right, a shut in. Her, her not being mobile. Put me on a prayer list. Right, exactly. Her not being mobile actually was one of like the best blessings. Cause because you start hanging over here. Yeah, and it was just in, in those like activities turned into just conversations and things like that or whatever. So. Yeah, we couldn't go out at first because um, in the beginning I was on crutches and I couldn't really do much. And then eventually I got into a boot. Um, but I couldn't drive and being on, I couldn't stand up. Like we couldn't go very yeah, she many couldn't places. Stand up that long or um, whatever, so. so he would come over and he would do like, you know, sweet things. He want me to bring you dinner and everyone knows he's a vegan and I'm not, I like my meat. Um, so clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, and one of the things I like to eat, which is smells like death to a normal person is American deli. And I was like, I really want some American deli. Oh wow. Yes. And he went into American deli and brought me home. Some American Deli. And, and they like, smelled like dill. <laughs> yeah, so I knew he cared because he was willing to do that. Mm-hmm. So, during this time is how you all bonded, you know, got your friendship going, mm-hmm. got your relationship going, really got to know each other, no distractions. Mm-hmm. And we know, which is probably great about all this, there was not just the distractions of other people, but when you hear about yourself and you're really learning about each other, there's no other surrounding distractions. Like the wait, the waiter is no good. Yeah. The movie suck. This food isn't what it's supposed to be. Look at this lady over here. There's no distractions. Literally, just getting to know each other. Yeah, and I mean, having dated obviously in the past, some sometimes you really do start to like the activities. Like it's easy to like someone that comes with fun things, but when it's just you and them, and you have nothing outside, because even sometimes we'd be like, "You want to watch a movie?" And we won't watch a movie. We would just talk all the time it was really long conversations like yeah. hours and hours and hours oh. and i'd be like i stayed up way too late yeah i remember some days you'd be like i got home at two three in the morning and i was like you because at the time this cat go to bed at like 10 11 that was a running joke we had nine circle mm-hmm. he's called there he ain't asking the phone he's probably sleep mm-hmm. what time is it, it doesn't matter go to bed at 9 30 <laughs> so it was like i stayed up at three o'clock last night i'm like doing what mm-hmm. i'm talking to her yeah, we were sitting here, like, sometimes he would, he would go to leave, and I'd get, in the, like, walk outside, and then we would just start talking, and we'd sit in his car, and we'd talk for hours just sitting in his car in my driveway. Another thing that everyone can learn if you're listening to this, you see how they didn't jump into the sack? <laughs> well, we didn't tell y'all that. Yeah. He just talked about dropping out the can, and they was over here. Y'all wouldn't jump into the sack yet. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't. As a, y'all been talking for a while, and he was on the phone talking. Then, then you tried to meet up. Now you hear you are talking on the couch. So taking your time instead of hopping to bed, also get your nuts. Stay your numbers down, ladies. Well, I man, I want to say something to the guys too. Like I think one thing I would say is like, and we talk about this offline. It's like you need a little bit more of me and you, but I need a little bit of you more of you and me from our philosophy and dating. So okay. it's a little more of like, hey, it doesn't have to be. This restaurant, this event, this day, and this right. and that. It can be, hey, we can go sit at the park and talk, or we can just sit here and talk, or we can sit at Starbucks, her favorite place, grab a coffee and talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that, you know, that allowed us to build something solid and know each other better, as opposed to you like a person, but you really don't know them. And then when you get in certain situations, you don't like their response, and you don't understand. I ain't even gonna say you don't like their response. You don't understand the response. So, like, one good thing it left me is, like, I at least understand because, you know, we sit on two different sides of the road on a lot of things. But at least I understand her to know that as opposed to 
where you wouldn't understand a person, you just be like, oh, this bitch isn't who she said she was or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's, that's important because going back, uh, and we used to talk about this a lot when I was dating. You know, you said, that was a good date. That's how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> Digital Darren date in spectacular fashion a lot of times. Well, you know now. Um, expect it's a parade, it's confetti, it's <laughs> unbelievable. Take a take. What? It's a it's a holiday, how he dates. And what happens is a lot of times people get caught up into the festivities, mm-hmm. as you say, instead of the program. The mm-hmm. you know? And we didn't I think what the first time we ever went out 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 was probably PF Chang's. We went to dinner. Yeah. Um and then eventually we went to a Hawks game. Yeah. But it, I mean, most of the time it was just us. So that's the maturity that you was doing in dating. Yeah. Well, I think so the situation kind of made me mature. So it wasn't like right. me you would have jumped right back. Yeah, I would have did. I would have repeated my same mistakes right. or whatever. So I think that, you know, the situation kind of made me grow. Or Which is awesome. So now at some point, you all have done enough dating to mm-hmm. where somebody says, listen, we've been talking all these nights. We've been doing all this stuff. We need to make it official. You would think that would happen like like such, wouldn't you? That didn't happen like that. No, 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 no. So before we got to that stage, we'll get to Thanksgiving. Um, I invited Darren to do Thanksgiving, and I was doing it with some of my friends. And we had a great time for it to be a holiday um, and something that most people, I don't know, maybe you want to take someone you're newly dating, but we didn't feel new. So hold right here, because that's Thanksgiving, that's in November. When did y'all meet? That's what we should have did at first. When was it? It meet? was October 30th, the day before Halloween. No, we met way before. Y'all met before then. Yeah, that's oh, what y'all. You mean like online? Well, when we physically met? Yeah. When oh. did y'all. When September did y'all was our first digital conversations. Okay. And then when did y'all have your first phone uh, interaction? Was it in September also? It, I think it was like the end October. of September, maybe like October 1st or something like that. Okay. It was like so we can we can talk about this probably about around the first of October is when y'all started talking mm-hmm. and now here it is Thanksgiving and come on over so about a, a month and a half two mm-hmm. months well most people want to die we're speeding here yes. oh, this is a super speed ticket okay mm-hmm. well because again we're just everything's amplified we're spending hours doing everything sure. it's it's not normal but it's great and so I said, you know, I throw it out there. Hey, do you want to come? This is what we're doing. Maybe you don't want to do it. I don't know. You're a vegan. I don't even know what you eat on Thanksgiving. But let me throw it out there. And he took me up on the offer. And coming out of that, we had a really, really good time. Like, we really enjoyed each other. And for it to be a holiday. And I think we both felt like what we'd want to feel with a significant other on a holiday. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm not going to put all that business inside though. But it was like, that was like one of the. Period points, I guess you would say. Oh, y'all fucked. No, 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 no. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Pivot point. Pivot point. So, like, you know how you have, like, memories that's going to always stick with you. Oh, so, like, right. for a relationship, this was, like, an experience that... Oh, this is big. You know, you know, some things happen that always stick with me. This is a saying? good night. Real good night. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't sexual or physical or whatever. So, it was just... It was a very, self, very selfless act by her. And so, you know, it was kind of... The beginning of many selfless acts, but the first time I've seen this. So. Well, way to tell everybody and not tell everybody. Thank you. I'm sure everyone's going to know what the selfless act is. We don't have to tell them. Tell me afterwards. All right. So now. Oh, hold know. on. Because we, we still haven't gotten to the word. Yeah, we didn't ask you a question yet. Yeah, yeah. we still haven't asked So Thanksgiving happened. We both really like each other. Still not official. So 
I'm wondering. You invited him to Thanksgiving, yes, not being we're official. We're not official. We are not official. I ain't boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm-mm. I mean, I know, I know how I feel, and I know how he feels. Like it's evidence. We're spending too much time together. There's no way that he possibly is doing. I mean, he, it's just not possible. So mm-hmm. I know it's, I know it's, it's there, but. I also know him, and he's not really trying to broker this conversation. So this is the first time that I'm going to be one of Digital Darren's friends. So he invites me, or we talk about going to a gun show, and one of his friends is going to be at a gun show. Oh, yeah. E.S. Lee. He's been on a podcast. Mm-hmm. So uh, we go. We're looking around, you know, doing things. Hey, how you doing? Meet right. the friend. The friend's very outgoing. Mm-hmm. Asked me lots of questions. Oh, we, we pay back. Mm-hmm. You knew which one to bring. Yep. <laughs> Asking crazy questions. Um, and we, you know, it's, it's the day's over. We're going out to the parking lot, and in true fashion, we're still chopping it up, talking, blah blah blah. And I don't remember his exact words. Do you remember exactly what he said? He like so. You guys official. Yeah, he said he says it. Puts us right on blast. Like, you know, this man don't care. He says, So you guys are official. A damn man violation. Oh easily. What the fuck? <laughs> so I look at Darren for maybe one second and I was like, Yep, we are. How did you feel? Like a faggot with a bag of dicks, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Grinning from ear to ear. Not initially. Okay. I was extremely happy, but he caught he hit me so hard with that punch. Yeah. I was still like, fuck is you doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, like, like, so, side note, this happened to us the other night. We were sitting at a restaurant with one of her kickball teammates. She's like, oh, when you guys get married? So, like, a lot of this stuff just catch you off guard or whatever. So, like. You don't so, know how to respond. Why don't, yeah, yes, you do. I mean, I responded. Mind your business. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but, like, it literally came out. Like, it literally, we were talking about, hey, what kind of bullets you bought? Hey, are you guys together? You know what I'm saying? So like, Bye, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it caught me off guard. Of course, I was happy. You know what I'm saying? But it really caught me off guard. But he ain't chime in. Like literally, I might have waited like a second or two. But like, I still was reeling for him asking me that because I really like it wasn't no shade or wasn't like I like. And I'm sure you talked to this motherfucker before about her. Yeah, so he, you had we was talking all the time. Oh no, he threw him right under that bus. Yeah, and so like it went like I'm like, oh no, like why'd you do that? It just caught it literally caught Malcolm. So she said, Yeah. And then after that we wound up having a conversation for like 20, 30 minutes in his car with her, just about random stuff like relationship stuff and stuff like that. So in a way, I'm glad it happened like that. In a way I wish I would have done it the more traditional way. You wouldn't do it, John. I mean, just next time I, with the other friend. Well, I'm gonna, when I ask her to marry me, then it'll be more traditional. Then, right. but you well, know. can't nobody go like, "Hey, you getting married?" Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know they, could. they could. These motherfuckers. We could. These motherfuckers. Exactly. the tea. But yeah, like just you know, I was happy. I was happy. Like you know, I was just shocked for a second, but overall, I was happy that you know she could verbalize and so one of the great things about our relationship she kind of verbalize how I feel when I can't verbalize it a lot of times so, so. but I know a lot of people want to do it that way like I've had these conversations with my girlfriends and say like hey why don't you ask or why don't you how long have they been married <laughs> exactly <laughs> but I'm, I mean again I'm not saying like you know my way is the right way but that's just how I am and it, it worked out for us like if I hadn't said anything who knows where this would have went yeah, I'll probably still be uh, getting American Deli coming over here, you know. It probably would be. So it would have hurt your feelings. 
Like, if I didn't say anything, like, and you didn't say anything, both of us would have left that situation. We left question or something. Yeah. Else. And that wouldn't it. have put us in a good position. Because that would have been like, well, maybe I should have been seeing other people. Like, no. you know what I mean? It wouldn't have done good. Yeah. So, you need that. So, that's the, that's the beauty of it. So, it seems like y'all compliment each other well. When he doesn't say what he doesn't. Yeah, we're very different in, in ways that which I think help balance us. So now that same balance can bring some sort of conflict mm-hmm. if you're that different. If you're so far left, so far right. How do y'all deal with that? And two-part question here. What about the difference in race here? Does that ever conflict? Now I know for some it may conflict a little with you, son. Yeah, so can we, answer, can we, can we do that two different ways? Because... Well, of course. We'll answer the we'll go light to, to dark. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I'm up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So how does it, because that, that balance that you all have yes. in being different, it also be conflicting. Yeah, so it is definitely conflicting because in a lot of ways we sit on different sides of the fence. And we have different life experiences. And we come from different places. And um, I think we have the same values, but a lot of the experiences. Um, so it's like Dharma and Greg. <laughs> I never watched that show. You would, you would, you would you think the white girl would. It's been a long time, but I know what you're talking about. She was like a flower child. He was like a professional. Oh. Yeah, he was like real, like yeah. strict and like tightly wound. She right. was like more loosey-goosey and stuff. I guess, like, yes, and that's like dumb and great. But we, I mean, when we have arguments, I think what you said was earlier, what you said earlier was key is that we know each other's intention and each other's heart. So we know it's coming from a good place. So regardless, I mean, even today, right? So I was watching that thing. I was watching something about Charlottesville and the um, what happened there. And it was like a HBO special. And you got pissed off. Like, but it's like he understands like where I'm coming from and, and that I have no ill feelings or, or anything like that. So it makes the fact that I may not understand his philosophy or see things the way he does. He knows that I genuinely care about him and care about the same issues and things. Um, and it's okay for us to disagree. And in some ways, it's not that one of us is right or wrong. It's just that we see things differently. And a lot of that is shaped by our experiences, our background, who we are. Like, I'll never be able to understand what life is like for him. And he'll never be able to understand what life is like for me. So the most we can do is empathize and try to understand. Um, and if it gets too heated, take a break. Like, come, we've, we've had some heated discussions. Yeah, so I think. That, that, that's that's going to be a great segue into the race part. Um, she's a great person for so many different reasons. You know what I'm saying? But like, she she is always coming from a good place. And like, one thing about, you know, and we talk about this, is that, you know, a lot of times, at least with, you know, the black women I've dated, like, it's always a, a hard, it's not easy to apologize for anybody, but especially with our sisters. Like, you the man, you should apologize. Or At times, we'll, we'll put that in there. Yeah. Reluctantly. Yeah, yeah. We'll so, like, so, like, you know. But real men apologize first. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, even then, it's one of the things where you could be sitting on the same side as somebody, but the minute you disagree with them, it's all-out warfare or whatever, as opposed to, you know, me and Miss Q. We sit on two different sides of the fence. And so, I think in our maturity and our ability to communicate, it's like, okay, this is why I see this this way. This is why I see this that way. So, you know, I may can't make you see things my way, but I at least can show you where I'm coming from. And, like, it's never coming from a place of malice or anything. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we can understand. And, like, it may come from a place of not knowing. It's like, you know, 
ignorance or not knowing is completely forgivable. You don't know what you don't know. You know what I'm saying? But like, if you like are coming from a place where I'm trying to hurt or I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? Then that's when we have a problem. You know what I'm saying? Or when I would have a problem. And we don't shy away from anything. So that's something that I'm always saying is important to me. Like, I don't want a relationship where there are certain things that are off the table. Like, I give you all of me, and you take all of me, and you give me all of you, and I take all of you. Like, it's it's an all-or-nothing type situation. Like, I don't want a situation where you he can't express parts of himself because he feels as though I can't relate or, or something like that. That's not the type of relationship that I want. You know, I may not be okay with everything. Um, I think the only part where it gets tricky is, honestly, is because we do care for each other, and this is something serious that we plan on having a future together, is raising children. Because it's less of a compromise when you raise a child. You can't, like, go halfway. Like, um, on certain situations, him and I can move separately. But when you're raising a child, there's really... It's a, it's a path of one, I think, in many ways. So, when we do disagree, it's more so... My questions are related to what does this mean for, like, how you want a child raised, like, and come into agreement there. But it's been really smooth, like... I mean, even when I get mad at him and, like, we may go our separate ways, I may drive off or do whatever. Like, I pretty much come back and either I apologize or he apologizes. And um, sometimes I forget why I'm even mad, which I've never had that happen before. Like, I used to be able to stay mad. Like, this motherfucker. And you used to put on your little song. What's the little song you listen to to get you hype and stay mad? Is it zero? Yes. I got a mix. He has a mix to keep him pissed off. We all do. <laughs> so, instead of letting that happen, like, I literally will be sitting there and I could be mad and then, like, an hour and I'm like, I'm not even mad anymore. What's he doing? What are you doing? So. So, that's maturity and that's humility and that's all, all the above. And finding the right person. Like, that, that right person, I'm telling you, because I've never had, I literally have never had this. I can say that wholeheartedly. I have never felt the way I felt. I never looked at him the way I look at him. Like, I've, I, it's just, it's new. And when you find that, I mean, you treasure it. You hold on to it. You, I mean, you put it above everything else and you're willing, you know, you're willing to fight for it because you know it doesn't, I mean, you, you, you know, you've dealt with the bullshit. So when you find something that's not Damn. the bullshit. Damn. <laughs> Deal. 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 So, uh, um, so like a lot of times I don't come from a standpoint of kids. I come from a standpoint of like her, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see her happy. I want to be, you know, I want to be everything I can for her or whatever. And so, you know, even though we may not see eye to eye, I don't, it's not so much about, oh, how we're going to raise a kid that way. So, you know, how, what can I do to uh, at least understand her? You know what I'm saying? So it's, that's one of my main things, making sure I, maybe, maybe I understand her. So like, like we make, so perfect example, you were saying thing she talked about the Charlottesville. She's just so, you know, not to tell too much of her business, but she's real big in the equality for everybody. Like, she's a true believer in equality. So, once I understood that about her, and, like, she just is looking at Charles V to understand, like, well, why would people be like this? It doesn't make any sense because we're all equal or whatever. And she truly believes we're all equal, even though the whole, even though the world doesn't see it like that. She truly believes everybody's equal. So, like, in that kind of hope for a better world, the real world may kind of, you know, get lost on her with how business is done in the real world. But I know when she's looking at that type of stuff, she's not looking at it from a, she's just looking at it from a learning standpoint. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing about, you know, no no agenda, nothing else. And so, you know, I, I had to understand that from a lot of different ways, not just in, you know, race, but, you know, previous relationships, how friendships and stuff like that. And so it's truly one of those things where it's like, She's literally looking at it from a, you know, of 
she's a glass half full person. I'm a glass half empty person. And so I had to understand truly what it means to be a glass half full person. And so like her, I've learned that from her. So she's always coming to it with the best possible outcome. And even some might tell person example. So, you know, in a realty, I'm, you know, in the process of, you know, setting a property or whatever. And so, you know, I've been disappointed by some things, but her being so positive has made me think about it. Like, am I just looking at, is it one of those things where I'm just penny, penny smart, pound foolish? Am I not seeing the bigger picture? Because the bigger picture is to get the house sold, even though it's not going the way I wanted to. But it took her optimism and her outlook and me, her being supremely positive for me to even get that. Whereas I would have been just like, this motherfucker's not doing a job and stayed like that. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to, well, maybe the relative's looking at it like she's looking at it like the ultimate goal is to get this, not to just do that. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a lot of little ways, big and small ways. Like she she may not rub off on me, but she helps me expand my thought she process. from you a lot. Yeah. Well, she rub off on me, but like, he, he rub off on you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he does. She helped me see the bigger picture in ways I would never seen the bigger picture. He does, but to your second part of the question, as far as how race goes, I've dated interracially before. Um, this isn't my first rodeo. Yeah, now hold on, don't you rush me now. Okay, like he's been doing, which is the perfect segue <laughs> into now we we see how it can conversate and that what happens and just rela- in, in relationships and what you're speaking of is how. A real how everyone, every real man, a real woman. I don't want to say real man. How how men who are ready for uh, those type of relationship. That's what you want. You want that kind of balance. You want someone who can when everything is down. Like oh, with this, and then you're another outlook. You don't want nobody when you're down to go sink you deeper. Well, I told you, <laughs> you should not have saw. And then you know if it was, and now you're getting more and more frustrated. You want somebody who can get you out of that, and then vice versa. The thing that comes is that plays an intricate part. Richard Pryor said the best is hard enough being human. And then you add race to this shit. And in an era that is so confusing, and we talk about this every day on in length, uh, but what's going on, you know, the first thing is 2017, some stuff we should be passed. But we're not. And we're nowhere near it. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of stuff just comes right to the forefront. And so in an era that is just come with newfound racial tension, uh, even more so than there's been in the in the past. Now I'm not talking about segregation, but yeah, like but the nineties and two thousands. Like, yeah. it's a newfound racial tension in the last five, maybe uh, eight years. Mm-hmm. How is it navigating these interracial wars? Now let's start with you. So, I did interracially, never had a problem. Um, not that I have problems now, but there's been definitely more issues um, and issues. I'll say like discussions, disagreements, just general consciousness. Part of that, um, I think, is shaped by who Darren is and, and his experiences being Southern, um, being very socially conscious himself. Um, but I'm, I'm still the one who's kind of, I guess, a little bit more experienced and takes a little bit more of it on the chin. But it, there has been issues because we don't necessarily see, not that we don't see eye to eye, but um, I don't know that we just, we, we do sit on di- different sides of the fence or, or sit on the same side of the fence, but I don't know, our fences are a little different. Well, so I guess there's a couple of things that's different. One, not just white woman, black male, uh, birth of the civil rights movement, South, 
Yeah, north. North. Yeah. And there's, that's two totally different environments in themselves. Huh? Exactly. Our outlook on race. And before I moved here, you know, even though I may have dated interracially, it was mostly with northern men. Yeah, it's a totally true. different. It's a totally different ballpark um, for what you know is here. It, it's just it's different. I think we do a great job of navigating it. I am extremely positive. Darren tells me all the time I don't see the looks that we get because I don't. Um, I like to think my friends are supportive for the most part. The friends who aren't, they're very quiet. Um, I come from a family that's interracial. I have an interracial brother. I have lots. All my nieces and nephews are interracial. It's probably more uncommon to be white in my family than it is to be interracial. But it's still hard, just like you said, because there's so, there's so much tension. There's so many things that are going on. And being with someone who is very socially conscious and politically conscious, like, you know, these are important, these are important topics in general. And when you talk about kids and where this leaves you, we're talking about stuff that's deep and, you know, we want to see it from each other's eyes and we want to be on the same accord. And for the most part, I think we are. What do you think? What do you think? Now go back to you before we get to what you think. We can get to that. How is it for you? Because this is your first. Yeah, so that's what I wanted to talk about. I was hoping. So like for me, it is a whole new ball game. Not from the necessarily kind of. The looks, the looks are something easy to get past or whatever, but it's more so like the mindset, like, you know, is it one of, is it like truly equality or is it just, you know, do you understand like what equality means outside of just us being in a relationship, like not necessarily looks, but like how I move, how, you know, how what happens affects me mentally from. You know, something like Mike Brown, where you could be like, oh, that's, you know what I'm saying, to know, like, me and you talk about this stuff all day, every day. Yeah, I acknowledgement, if, if anybody uh, listens, I was talking to a young lady, she was like, you talk about justification all the time. I was like, I talk to <laughs> Darren about it probably twice a day. You know, we, spend, we talk about it all day. If it's 24 hours in a day, we talk at least three hours a day. Yeah, we talk about... And a lot of that goes into, like, race and gentrification and race-related issues. So, you know, sometimes it, you know, it was a challenge or whatever. I ain't gonna say a challenge. It was unusual for me. And, you know, just to be fully transparent, on this show, I was like, I wouldn't date. You know, right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, so on this show, if you reference the podcast, I forget which one it is. It's like one something or other. Because I called him. I sent him a text and said, we need to talk about this podcast. Because when I'm on the sick and shut-in list, I had listened to a lot of the podcasts. And I'm just listening. You know, I like you know, I like this guy. And all of a sudden, I hear, I will never date outside my race. <laughs> Skirt, stop the record. We need to talk about this. So, it literally went, uh, uh, you, uh, Mr. M.O.B. and myself. And it was three degrees of it. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm open to it. I mean, that's the dream, right? Martin Luther King had a dream. Little black or white. So, you know, I, yeah, I wouldn't go by color. I would rather a black one, but it wouldn't matter to me. Mr. M.O.B. was like, hell no, nah, ain't they no, no crackers, mm-hmm. but I let her suck my dick. Darren, fuck no. <laughs> no. I don't date any white woman. I was like, what difference does, does it really matter? He's like, yeah, yeah, it matters. And so to see this bigger plate of crow. <laughs> about the size of this table. <laughs> Man, hey, with the smallest spoon you can imagine. I mean, I've been called out for it by exes on social media. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, you got an eight group? They got a fan club? Shots fired. Yeah. So, but I, now, I do know that on the opposite side, because of how we, we are the last of a generation that grew up um, conscious in this matter. 
Like these, the younger kids, this other generation is not going to have the thoughts that we had. So there's really no one who's going, like my great-grandma was like, if she can't use your cone, don't bring her home type jazz. My parents on the other end, because we came up religious, didn't, didn't teach us that kind of color. But we are the last generation that had that. And so, in, in all of it, as far as gays and as far as interracial, we, we're that last generation. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, with all the stuff that's in, that's inside, is it ever? Was it a fight early on? No, definitely. And and I'm gonna have a yeah, uh, definitely white one. Yeah, so definitely. So it wasn't. So it wasn't about like the kids or like I've never been that. You know, hopefully we are blessed to have kids, but it's always been like about her and me. At this point with me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, especially like with like consciousness things coming on when you like we're in the we're starting to be in time where people are like, I mean, we talked about the black love, black women need black men, black men need black women, black kings, black queens, black love. And come from a you know, my last like all my relationships were black, but um black women. But you know, with that whole mindset permeating, you know, sometimes you think like, well, Am I selling out? Am I selling out? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so, I would, you know, I, I, talk, to, I, I talk to her about it. Like, we, we are friends. We talk about everything. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's just one of those things that, like, would you sacrifice happiness for a bigger cause? And I think that this is one of the things that you should never sacrifice happiness. Like, for, <laughs> no, nah, you should sacrifice happiness for a bigger cause. Like, I can't sacrifice not having hurt. For what we just talked about, I'm in the sauna arguing with six people about Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> like, why would I miss out on my soulmate? Somebody who truly loves me, knows the full me, and loves the full me. Good, right, good, bad, ugly. I can see and say, Miss Q loves the, she knows the full dare and loves the full dare. And how stupid would it be for something as small as? Because we're not the same color. But it's still, I mean, it is an issue because... You know, you how couldn't he, really stop the deal with telephone, telephone, telephone. Yeah, I mean, it has been an issue, you but might, um, but you might loop that and may stop it at telephone. That was slick. I like that. And that's the truth. So, like, it was an issue, but you, I mean, it kind of go back to what we said. Like, why miss out on what was made for me just because of something that it was made in a different package? Yeah, it was made. In, well, I'm gonna say that could have made me a dude, but <laughs> just because it was. Don't you stop blowing lines, my friend? <laughs> Huh? <laughs> yeah, but, this was illegal too. <laughs> yeah, but just cause you know it's not wrapped in the package. I'm always used to wrapping. It. It's just like when a brand updates its coat. So like one time, coat rebranded everything. Still the same coat. It just looks different. So just because it looks different doesn't mean it doesn't taste like Coca Cola. But it's been hard because I mean, knowing that he struggles with it is hard. And then, like, and I told you when we talked about it, like, I don't want to feel like he's settling. Like, I'm second choice. You know what I mean? He'd rather I'm a black. <laughs> like, you know, like, but I'm not a black woman. So, like, I can't. Well, I can't it wouldn't change be, that. It wouldn't be settling. So, yeah. that, that, again, that speaks to y'all. That speaks to the greatness. And like, like I told you, it speaks to the greatness of you. Knowing the two, I knew the before, the during, and, and mm-hmm. the long, longevity of it. Uh, one, he wasn't looking to date at the time that y'all started dating. Like the last thing on his list was to date. Two, he damn sure wasn't looking for no white woman. <laughs> so the fact that you was able to go through and three, knowing that the, the way it started with those shitty ass dates <laughs> and the cop blocking America's his friends, friends. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just shows how uh, 
It's just like First Corinthians thirteen says, "Love does conquer all," and that's what I think that that's this is a story that can prove a testament to that. Thank you for listening. Make sure to tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. That was very deep and sweet. It's true. Hit the link. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. This has been digitaldare.com. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend. Just love all around everywhere. I love it.